0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And welcome back. Welcome back. It is yet another week of Farm of the Show. I'm Chris Dickerson, Disabled List, Hall of Famer, joined by... My good pal, ex-teammate, Mr. Paul Yanish, a man as deep as the ocean, lover of all things crossword, and Tex-Mex. And we're going to get straight into it, buddy. First of all, Aaron Judge and the incident last night. Yep. Um, that's the big your controversy this morning. Yeah, what's your take? What do you got? You know what? It reminds me when I when I saw when I saw the video, it reminded me of being in high school when the third base coaches is, is getting has got the signs, you know, that first sign with nobody on. And you're peeking down. You got the you got that sign where it's like hand on the hips, fastball, oh, hands yeah. off the hips, curveball. And it's kind of like one of those blatant things you see. And, you know, you and I both know it happens at the pro level. It happens at the college level. We do it in high school. Somebody's got the signs. Either it's like a, either it's a vocal cue or it's a physical cue. So that's where my, that's where my mind went when I saw that originally, because I'm just like, is he really that comfortable to just be peering off in like two seconds before the pitches, before the windup, and it's about that time to where it's like late enough, and that's where my mind went because I basically had flashbacks of a particular high school game where we did have the signs, and I was looking at the third base coach as a left-handed hitter, and me adjusting my eyes off the course of the pitcher that much is very, very suspicious. So, you know, I had to imagine that there was maybe somebody who's picking up signs late, and he's just getting it as as late as possible. Because if you look at the two pitches before that, Jay throws two sliders, and they weren't half bad pitches – but I mean he spit on them. I mean he didn't even offer him. Mm-hmm. granted, sure. I think a lot of people are taking this, don't aren't aren't taking into account how good Judge is anyways. You know, we're By talking way. about the former MVP who traditionally would spit on those pitches anyways. But I think there's just, you know, I think everybody still has a sour taste in their mouth from Houston. But that was my initial thought. I'm like, all right, somebody's in the dugout because that's the vis—that's the visitor's dugout. That's the Yankee's dugout. There's got to be something going on there.
1: So a couple of things to consider, man. First of all, you got division rivals. They play each other a bunch. Uh, you know, I, I don't know off the top of my head how many times Judge has faced him, but he threw six sliders in a row, okay? Like, it's a certain way by people because of who he is and the success that he's had. We all know this, right? And I think the... To your point about you know the, the maybe peeking at the first base coach, I, I get it. Like, and you're right, it's become prevalent at every level, man. The college level is just a joke. I could tell you some stories about what transpires there in terms of relaying signs. Like, it's 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 hard to understand almost. But in this current situation, I, you know, it's there's some familiarity there. You're dealing with one of the best players in the game, who I'm gonna say has an idea how he's getting pitched. He's he saw a handful of these sliders already, and you know just the timing of it and the lack of you know, I don't know that this has ever happened before. Obviously, it was blatant. You're on TV. Everything's high def, right? Like, it's – for me, I think there was something going on. I don't know what it was. He had an interview after the game that highlighted what he was – you know, his response I think I thought was a valid one. But at the end of the day, he had a slider that was right down the middle into the restaurant up there. Like, it wasn't his first homer. He had a bunch of them last year and he's going to continue to do that this year. So, like – I, 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 let, let's not let's not jump to conclusions here with with regards to what may or may not be going on i, I don't i don't personally think it was egregious by the way they're using pitch com i mean the, the 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 signs that are being given if they're not dummy signs i don't, I don't know what they're really conveying but they got pitch com going right i mean if i'm if, if i if i read it right so i don't i don't know man I, I think maybe it's a little bit a little bit less of an issue than what maybe people were making of it was it was it maybe a little goofy with with the you know, them. you know, Buck Martinez, who obviously is a great baseball guy, they were talking about it on the telecast and referencing what was going on and, you know, and maybe subtly, but not so subtly making some insinuations about what might be going on. But, but at the end of the day, he hit a hanging slider out of the yard. I mean, I, I don't know. He's the best player in baseball almost or in the in the conversation. I, I don't know if it's that big a deal.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Um, and it took him a while And I I thought it was good acting because he kind of paused on the question. He was like, hey, what are you looking at? He was like, okay, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay, here we go. And then he was like, oh, I was looking and putting the pieces together. Booney had just gotten ejected, which I totally get. And it was one of those things. And I think about he was, uh, I think there were some after effects where somebody was still chirping in the the dugout. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, I always think it's like, you know, that – you know, the the spirit of Brett Gardner lives in the dugout where Brett is, you know, up on the top, banging his bat, you know, still chirping. But I think it was one of those things where it's like, all right, who's still talking? Is this something that's going to escalate? Is it something that I'm going to have to step out of the box? Is somebody on the top rail trying to go over or like, you know, at the top step walking on the field? What is this? What is the situation? And I, you know, I think it's one of those things where, listen he, he, he's super calm I think he was maybe he was in a place where maybe he could peek over and as the captain of the New York Yankees he explained that not it didn't necessarily have to do with his his captainship but knowing that Booney had already done his part he had stood up for him he got tossed but and that that should be it he was like he did his part there should be no more. There should be no more grumblings coming from the dugout. You know, if this escalates any further, you know, I'm gonna have to step out and let you know let this get handled. But I think he, you know, something was going on in the dugout that piqued his curiosity, in, in the middle of that the at bat, and he he looked over. But I mean, if you're if you're that comfortable, I mean, what what a guy for that comfortable to to peek off like that after six you know six straight sliders right. and then get the hanger, yeah, and then put it in that restaurant. So. Yeah, it, at, it's understandable, at, man. Here it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty bizarre, honestly. I mean, if you're in the box and he, I mean, if for the righty, you know, his you know, his eyes are way off over here, it's not exactly something I would do. But you know what, Joey used to do the same thing. Joey before the pitch, Joey would look at the left center scoreboard. Joey wasn't right. necessarily focused on the, pitch, <clears> on the pitcher, that was Joey's cue because he you know, it's not necessarily something that you want to stare at the pitcher. So, you know, he does have a little bit of a grace period there. Joey was like, I mean, really exaggerated. You didn't even know what Joey was staring at. He's like, you know, most people would be like, what does he look? Why isn't he paying attention? But that was Joey's line of sight to take the attention off and avoid getting, um, getting that tunnel vision of the pitcher. So, you know, it goes a bunch of ways, but you know, I hundred I percent where he's at, where what his role on the on, on the team is, um, and kind of you know being the uh, you know being the mediator in that particular situation. It just so happened to play out in the middle of, of an at bat.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I get it, man. With to your point about referencing some of the things in recent history relative to the conveying of signs. Everybody's got to be vigilant, right? And these are big games, man. This is a, a you know a a a, a game that, that could have significant implications on like how the playoff race works out, right? I mean, these 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 are two really good teams in a really good division. So from that standpoint, you definitely sympathize with where the, where the Toronto where where they stand on it. I mean, feasibly they're just you know they're from a com- integrity of the game standpoint, they're just you know they're wanting to hold up their end of the stick too. But for me, I, I think he hit a sl- hanging slider out of the yard.
0: Yeah. And this is this is no history, you know. I with Toronto and New York, I've I've been there back in the you know Jose Bautista days, where Joey Bats was always accused, and that was another thing. We would go off. I mean, there was you know some heightened animosity about Jose going back and peeking at the catcher because he would do this thing where he would peek back. And I think a large part of that was it was very suspect that he was essentially getting the signs, you know, while he was while he was looking back, getting in, into his stands. And I think that was something that was kind of that ended up being very well known. The way he set it up is just getting a little peak of uh, peak of the, the catcher sign. So this rivalry, is no it's no short of controversy in, in signs and ceiling and stuff like that. Like I have been there. I've seen it on both sides um so you know we're going to we're going to let this go go where it may but that's my particular thing is that you know he's just playing mediator hey, we're we're going to have to give uh, our old buddy kevin barker a shout out we're going to
1: have to call him and see what uh, he he's on the on the ground floor over there in toronto covering the blue jays so we're going to i'm going to call him when we get off here and and see what see what kind of info he's got for us we'll get him on see the show old, here
0: soon see what old barky's got to say about it that's right that's right <clears throat> Paul, can you raise your hand, please? Yeah, got it. There we go. Yeah.
1: There we go. And Welcome okay. back.
0: Welcome back. To Mother's Day. Hold tight. Old school pink bag. Yeah. There we go. How was your mother? How was your Mother's Day? How was your Mother's Day weekend?
1: Hey man, Mother's Day was good. I uh, shout out, like we said last time, shout out to the moms out there. Um, I think you and I can both attest, our our actual moms, um, when we're growing up playing sports doing the deal, taking us to practice, putting up with our crap, doing the laundry. Um, there's a lot goes into that. We, uh, we all have them to thank for, for that. And then here at the house, I got, I got three, uh, three dependents here at the house that, um, that happy mother's day to my wife, Maria. So good deal there, but um, everything was good, man. Mother's day was good. We got the kids making breakfast in bed for mom and, and the whole deal. So we're, uh, we're, we're doing good. What's your, give me your best mother's day story for you personally. Cause we missed um, a bunch
0: of them while we're, while we're playing, you know, yeah, absolutely. I think we uh, we were talking about that last week. And you know, 15 years in professional baseball, there were a lot of Mother's Day that we missed. And I think the first Mother's Day that my mom came to Cincinnati, we were playing St. Louis, and that was the first time I got to present her with one of the pink bats. And I remember that year as, as swinging a K55. And just like you, I have the ball, the wristband, you know, tied around the bat, and that's in the that's in a, her, her office at home amongst her other mom memorabilia with a you know series of of my bats there's a there's a joey Votto and a jay bruce bobblehead along with the uh bobblehead of the lady that used to do the cookies in louisville um but yeah that was that was a special day is is being able to spend that with her um you know she's been on the road i mean you know she's we've gone to dinner with her she's been in louisville she's been chattanooga huntsville alabama um you know my mom's been on the road it's seen you know seen us grow up all the way through the system you know and then watch our lives change in 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 the big leagues and so those are always special days um particularly it didn't you know had a a definitely had a different effect on me the following year i believe that um the the following year my mom was was diagnosed with kidney cancer so um you know that pink bat and and you know cancer awareness kind of took on a a a unique meaning a very very personal meaning to me so I know it's a big day for all the players and I hope they were, you know, they were lucky enough to have their mom at the games and get to spend time with them. Some Mookie Betts. Um, mom was in was was there this weekend. So anytime you got mom, you know, in the crowd to be able to share that, it's 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 pretty special.
1: Yeah, just it, it's so cool what the league does, what MLB does too, just celebrating mothers just in general, right? To your point. Obviously not everybody gets playing the big leagues, but the the ones that do, they 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 celebrate them. But then the the whole campaign for you know it it's just awesome it it's it's a cool time of year, and
0: i I just love to see the the players embracing it as well, yeah, and there's been some tremendous Mother's Day moments too the Dallas Braden perfect game um, oh, yeah. his grandmother in attendance uh after you know his mom passed away when he was in high school, you know celebrating with his grandmother on the field after throwing a perfect game, the Billy Hall walk off with his grandmother uh, in the stands um really, really special. and then I don't know if you saw the Lars newt bar uh interview the other day where they had surprised him with his mom and he got pretty he got pretty emotional which is you know which is I can see that happening you know I think it's a day to celebrate but also to look back and reflect on all the work and all the work that that moms do you know throughout your entire sports career but again to share that on you know on that day and they they had surprised him, uh, <laughs> and, uh he said he was going to get emotionally in, in uh and he did. And he could tell that that was his mom was particularly uh, special, a special person in his life. They're, you know, best friends and, you know, uh, you don't get choked, choked up. So that's what I think that epitomizes what uh, the, the mom, you know, how we feel about moms as athletes and all that they do for us. And having that special day to celebrate was is pretty special.
1: No, for sure, man. For sure. Cool times. Um, what do you got? Hey, what do you got on the ERA leaders in the uh, in the major leagues right now? I got Sonny Gray at the well, top, man. I can tell,
0: I can tell you this. I can tell you this much. I can see all five of these guys sitting at a table at dinner right now and just doing the Paul Rudd. Just be like, "Hey, look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. Look right. at us." Well, we we can both attest that I better stay humble, okay? Because ERA changes in a hurry, bud. <laughs> hey, they do. But I'm saying right now, there, I, there's nobody in the room right now. If they can, they can raise their hand and say that they saw these top five, these guys at the top five of ERA this year. And in case you I don't agree. know, let me roll off these names for you. We got Sonny Gray with a one three nine, Eduardo Rodriguez with a one five seven, Alex Cobb with a 17 Justin Steele and Bryce Elder in the one eight four one nine four. No chance anybody would have thought this list was up there. But I will tell you what's particularly special about this list is Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb's 35. He's been around for a while. You know, back in the day, he was like a 92, 94. But I mean, just like super free and easy. But as he got older, you know, the the you know he signed a bunch of one year deals. Still super effective curveball changeup guy. And I talked to Alex last year when I was in when I was in San Francisco. And I just you know was like I, I saw the broadcast the night before and he's back up at 95 96 I'm like like tell me what what's going on and he just said he was like listen I got to a point in my career where it's like listen either I'm gonna just keep doing these one-year deals I'm gonna be a bullpen guy and I really have nothing to lose so he looked at himself and he was like what if I go to driveline you know what if I I have nothing to lose it at this point so what if I go and you know I dedicate myself to this driveline program try to add some velocity. And he did. He committed, you know, an entire offseason, gained two to three miles per hour on his fastball, had a great second half of the season last year. And now he's in he's in full form. But it's not like he ever had the stuff. I mean, he had the stuff to survive, you know, throwing 92, 93. And now, with the, you know, none of these bumped up. You know, I think that's he's having a tremendous year. But I think that's an amazing case of just be like, hey, listen, it can only go up. It can only go up from here. And to see that benefit is uh, is pretty awesome to see.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. The the word you're looking for is "wiley veteran," right? For for Cobb, and I'm with you. Like, he's uh, in terms of stuff, it's it's probably arguably metrically and whatnot better right now than it was when he was younger. So it's not exactly wiley veteran. It's 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 like good. He, I mean, he's good. The stuff's really good. So the the name that sticks out for me on the list is Bryce Elder, man, in Atlanta, rookie, um, just getting going. They're having some trouble on the mound. Kyle Wright's obviously had some injury issues. Max Freed's had some, you know. I think he could be the piece that kind of establishes himself. If he can stay healthy and keep doing what he's doing, his stuff plays, man. It's a sinker slider guy. It's, you know, I I like him to, uh, to help the Braves kind of maintain in the event that some of their more established pieces have some more injury issues, but it's, um, it's good, man. This is good for baseball, dude. You know, the twins on this list, Sonny Gray's pitching for the twins in first place, Bryce Elders pitching for the, uh, for the Braves in first place. Um, So it's, it's fun to watch.
0: Yeah, some, some new blood at the top. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? You, love, you love to see it.
1: Speaking of blood, what do you got on uh the, the Rockies
0: Phillies interaction? Yeah, that's uh, you know that's a that's an interesting one, you know, especially with um the man, the myth, the legend coming back with just in the first week and already getting in a little, you know, kerfuffle here. But I also don't think that uh, old Jake Bird is the type of guy who really needs to be saying anything. Um, You know, it's one of their, they're not exactly a uh, force to be reckoned with. And, um, you know, I just, it's not something you necessarily need, a guy you really need to pop off. You know, if if he wasn't familiar with Bryce's resume, it's not exactly the guy you want to, you want to pop off to. Um, And I don't know if there is bad blood. Again, I don't know the backstory. But regardless, you know, pop out to left field in something you want to you want to be getting into. But I was pretty surprised. Right. Bryce, Bryce, uh, you, you know, he's a he's a fiery dude. You know, this ain't his for this ain't his first rodeo with uh, with charge with charging after a pitcher. Sure. Or a teammate, for that matter. But
1: um, it, but this is what we talked about, man, with him coming back. Like th- this is a an element to the least clubhouse that plays a pretty significant factor, man. He's an emotional guy. I mean, I'd go as far as to say some ways that team, uh, you mentioned his resume speaks for itself, obviously. Um, and to your point about Bird, I, look, I'm gonna assume he just got a little hopped up on Mountain Dew. I, you know, I, I don't think that there's there's much backstory to it. I think that he probably made it, would, he would probably admit made a stupid gesture to, when, it, when it probably wasn't appropriate. That being said, y- you like to see the, the this is the kind of thing that can get a team going because I, I did read i did read some of the stuff that a bunch of the phillies were saying robbie thompson the manager kyle Schwarber obviously one of their other you know middle of the order bats and there was a whole lot of hey man i got my guys back hey man i don't care who on this team if somebody gets into it we got each other's back and you and i both know like from a clubhouse standpoint that's significant man that can be the kind of thing that they they get some going got you know turns the lights on so to speak and they could, that team.
0: It's got some of the pieces that they can really get rolling. Yeah. It's uh yeah, and especially but the scary thing is is that you go back to the Edwin Diaz thing and you know, just anything like that, it doesn't take much. I mean, in in a pile like that, with a with a little scuffle, it doesn't take much for someone to get severely injured. And a guy coming sure. off Tommy John, not wearing his brace with all that shoving going on. I think that was the that was the biggest thing, but to your point, is getting each other's back. They were very adamant about getting Bryce. I don't think it was necessarily about just the conflict of it, but I think it was roughly to protect his elbow um, from all the pushing and shoving. And guys were immediately just trying to pull him out of there. So, you know, I think with with that squad, I think you're exactly right. You know, that might be might be a little something that you know lights a fire under their ass and kind of like that team moment that says, "Hey, you know, I got you. Let's roll."
1: Yeah, I just, I, I think, I think I'd go as far as to say, this could be the type of thing that they look back on and cite as, a, a, an, an, an instance when that team really kind of came together. I'm curious to see how they play. They're, they're out on the West Coast. I think they're f- finishing up their West Coast deal in San Francisco with the Giants. I'm curious to see how the next three or four weeks goes for that team because I, I got to believe that 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 they're gonna they're gonna get hot.
0: Yeah. Um... So we'll see. Definitely, again, something to uh, something to. to, Oh yeah, there we go. Make no mistake. Nobody loves emotion on the baseball field more than him. It's and it's true. Um, But yeah, I'm looking at this video, and it's not something that was like miscommunicated or like a stare down. I mean, Jake was essentially was egging him on with like the clapping, and you know, it it was a lot. So. You know, good luck to uh, good luck to to Mr. Bird next time. Next time they face off, I don't think it's. I, I think uh, Bryce ends up on the right right side of that for sure. Probably more um, often
1: than. Hey, probably last thing. Last thing, real quick. I know we get we're we're coming up. We're gonna cut it off pretty quick, but hey, Shohei Otani last night gets the win. I think had a no hitter going into the seventh. Maybe almost hits for the cycle. Got four hits. Was a double short of the cycle. I'm sorry, dude. He's the best
0: player in baseball. Best nut, no, hands down, hands down. Best player in baseball. After, absolutely shoved, hit a ball damn near off the warehouse. If I mean, it probably would have walked. Probably would have one hopped the warehouse if it didn't hit the the uh, the the boob, um, uh sign out there uh, up on the top of the gate. Um, yeah, that's a one hopper straight into Dempsey's restaurant for sure. Um, yeah. Not to mention, he's hitting three eighty seven this year when he's pitching um it's just it's, it's ridiculous i didn't want to bring it up i was looking at highlights this morning i didn't want to bring it up again but i i swear like he does something that just boggles my mind every every time out
1: Yep, it's it's fun man. it's fun to watch
0: he's good he's good at baseball game's not that easy by the way it is not it is not but we will end up there we'll end on shohei and mm-hmm. we'll be back in a couple days but we'll certainly keep our eyes open to what happens. Uh, I don't know if there're going to be suspensions with the Harper deal. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that that ERA because, like you said, anything can flip real quick. But you know, like you said, it's it's great for baseball. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the to all the moms out there. This is Chris Diggerson, Paul Yanish, Farm to the Show. We will see you all next week. Go get us a like, a subscribe, leave us some comments. This is a people show. We're here for you guys. Until next time.